take one step into the sweeping vistas of Zero Dawn, and the wild and untamed land puts one in mind of a primordial and unspoiled earth. It's a primitive world of small nomadic tribes and hunter-gatherer communities, where fire and bow are the pinnacle of technological advancement. But take one step further and fragments of the truth reveal themselves. This isn't some ancient world lost to time, but rather the future of a present facing extinction. It's the product of tragedy that consumed the earth centuries prior. In this brave new world, humankind has fallen from its enlightened heights, has reverted to tribalism, and struggles for survival against the robotic remnants of a lost age. Welcome to the world of Horizon. Hey lore lovers, my name's Eric and welcome to the Lorebarians YouTube channel, where we share the lore and stories behind many fantasy settings to strengthen the connection between people and their passions. With the release of Horizon Forbidden West mere weeks away, now is the perfect time to refresh those returning and introduce those new to the world of Zero Dawn. This series will cover the setting, the history, and the stories of the world, granting you the tool of knowledge as you embark on your quest to uncover the truths of Horizon. But before we begin, I want to give a huge thanks to all of my supporters over on Patreon. The patronage means the world to me and helps the channel grow and improve. And if you're interested in joining the Lore Luminaries, check us out on patreon.com slash thelorebarians to gain access to me, get video drops a day early, copies of the script, and to join a growing community that shares your passion for lore. The support is much appreciated. Alright, time to ready our focus and prepare our hunter's bow. Let's dive in. The world of Horizon is one of breathtaking beauty, where tribal clans and budding kingdoms seek to rebuild the foundation of human civilization. Although it seems an earth trapped in the Stone Age, the events of Horizon take place 1,000 years from now, in the distant days of the 31st century. The arrogance of human advancement brought mankind to its knees in the mid-21st century, when climate change, environmental erosion, and geopolitical upheaval threatened to destroy civilization. Great progress in artificial technology and robotics was made to bring the earth back from the brink. But just as hope emerged from this abyss, a glitch in the systems of the most widespread robotic arsenal and communications apparatus led by Pharaoh Automated Solutions and founder Ted Farrow broke the robots free of human control. This Pharaoh plague, as it would be named, led a swarm of machines under the control of advanced AI and unyielding programming to turn on the natural world bringing forth an apocalypse and the extinction of nearly all life on Earth. But this is a topic we'll cover at length in the next video in the series. Everywhere one looks, ghosts of the past linger in the ancient ruins of the old ones, remnants of that long-forgotten age. Access to many of these ruins are prohibited by the tribes of Horizon for fear of curse or condemnation. The enigmatic old ones influence culture and religion, and their secrets are sought by a select few who wish to unlock knowledge of the past. A testament of the Old One's advancement is on display in the lingering robots that roam like wild beasts as they till the lands or take to the skies. It's in this juxtaposed world of new and old, of advanced and primitive, of crippling failure and the hope of a new dawn, that a young hunter of the Nora tribe named Aloy, the protagonist and playable character of Horizon Zero Dawn, finds herself. The known world of the future encompasses present-day Yellowstone National Park, and the surrounding areas of Nevada, Utah, Colorado, and Wyoming. These names have since faded from memory and are replaced by the locations found in Zero Dawn. There are several regions in the world of Horizon, each with its own climate and ecosystem, its own ancient ruins, its own tribes, and machines that roam the land. We begin in the southeast with the sacred lands. 
Surrounded on nearly all sides by an impenetrable mountain range, the sacred lands offer both isolation and protection for the Nora tribe that dwell within. This region is touched by snows and frosts that thaw into life-giving springs. Nora villages such as Mother's Heart and Mother's Cradle nestle close to the silver mountainsides of the Embrace, while outposts such as Mother's Crown mark the sacred land's furthest extension north and east. Beyond lies the Valley Meet, a buffer between the Nora and the reach of another tribe known as the Karja Sundom. This flat and forested land is so named due to the network of large valleys that intersect at the foot of the mountains. A harrowing journey north of the sacred lands leads to the inhospitable region of Banur and the Cut, where little grows under snow-capped mountains and freezing glaciers. Only the hardiest survive here. Plant and animal life is scarce. The nomadic tribes of the Banuk dauntlessly accept the challenge of survival presented by these lands. Several pockets of geothermal geysers and hot springs take the chill from the bone and offer respite for traveling clans. This location is heavily featured in the Frozen Wilds DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn. To the west of Banur lies the Claim, a mountainous and rugged region shrouded in mystery and unexplorable in the game. These mountains are the tribal land of the Osram, an industrious and curious people whose obsession with smithing has afforded them the rudiments of metallurgy. The break walls and settlement of Pitchcliff mark the Osram's southern border. The claim contains a vast array of ancient ruins that the tribe excavate to glean knowledge from the old ones. Many of the region's alpine forests have been cut down and thrown into the forges to make way for Osram progress. The sun-baked plains and arid mesas of the central and western world stand in stark contrast to the frigid tundra of Banur. The center of the world map is dominated by large expanses of dry desert, all under the rule of the Karja Sundom. Frontier encampments and solitary outposts extend the Sundom's reach to the borders of Valley Meat in the east and the claim to the north. The rocky outcroppings of the Sun Steps and Sun Furrows are home to some of the Karja's favored hunting grounds, where they can test their skills against machine quarry. Further south, the steppes become the Gatelands, which themselves give way to the true majesty of the Sundom, the Jewel. The Jewel is a lush paradise where primordial jungles and rushing waters provide abundance for the Karja tribe. The Sundom's capital city of Meridian stands in glory above the treetops, and several rare lines of machines can be found within the hunting grounds of the Jewel and the Rain Gathers. Lake Daybrink and the coastal town of Brightmarket mark the western borders of the Jewel. The northern shores of the lake belong to the region of Rustwatch, which is currently held by the splinter faction known as the Shadow Karja, who rule from their fortress of Sunfall. Beyond lies the Daunt, the most westerly location of the known world. Further yet lies the Forbidden West, a mysterious and uncharted land knowledge about which is dominated by superstition. Few who venture into the Forbidden West return. It's a place of savagery and danger, a land whose truths will be discovered in the upcoming Horizon Forbidden West game. From this fresh canvas of the world, wiped clean by time and tragedy, the children of Zero Dawn emerge to reclaim the land for humanity. There are several tribes present in the world of Horizon, each with unique culture, traditions, and communities, and each with their own swath of territory. And we'll begin with the Nora. To the south and east dwell the Nora tribe, deep in the heart of the sacred lands and mother's embrace. 
Their oral traditions have long passed down the birth of the clan from a benevolent and sheltering goddess named Allmother, which has led to the development of a matriarchal society where wise women and village elders shepherd their people. The Nora are isolationist, staying mostly within the confines of the sacred lands, and are devoted to living peaceful lives in harmony with nature, taking only what they require from the land to sustain themselves. They view machines with deep reservation, believing them responsible for destroying the old ones and for mounting an attack led by their father, the Metal Devil, against Allmother. Nora are equally wary of other tribes, whom they see as descendants of the old ones, easily seduced by artifice and corrupted against the ways of the natural world. Few Nora walk the paths beyond the sacred lands. Those that do must have the seeker's blessing of the matriarchs. Aloy is a member of the Nora tribes, and her upbringing within these lands shapes her character and greater worldview. The Banuk tribes thrive within the frigid mountain ranges of the Kut north of the sacred lands. The lands of Banor are harsh and unforgiving, and the Banuk are equally so. Chiseled from the ice of their environs, where mere existence is an accomplishment, the Banuk are nomadic tribes that value survival and tenacity above all else. They see every obstacle as a new challenge to overcome in their pursuit of worthiness and renown. To this end, Banuk have some of the most skilled warriors among the tribes of Zero Dawn, and it's those with the highest accolades that chart the course for the rest of the tribe. Bolstering the ranks of warriors are the shamans of the Banuk, who act as herbalists and scryers. They are also artificers that interact most with the machines of the land. Banuk believe humans and machines are interconnected through the blue light, and the shamans attempt to lead their clans to live in accordance with it. They revere machines at times, hunt them at times, and always see the spiritual connection that links man and metal. The Banuk color themselves with vibrant dyes and stains that they gather from the rock of geothermal pools dotting the landscape to mark accolades, recognition, and other important signals of status. Banuk are viewed as mysterious wanderers from distant lands by many of the other tribes. Perhaps the most technologically advanced tribe, and that with the deepest understanding of the ways of the Old Ones, is the Asuram. The Asuram are metallurgists and smiths known across the lands for their exquisite craftsmanship, their superior steel, and their powerful weaponry. They spend much of their days delving into the ruins of the Old Ones to salvage material and conduct archaeological investigations that will further their own mastery over metal. Asuram reside within the claim an area north of the arid plateaus of the Sun Steps, but many leave their lands and the capital of Mainspring to peddle wares and uncover secrets of ruined sites. The Asuram are a grouping of independent clans and family lines that have loosely affiliated themselves into a coalition, and indeed, culture more than any law or oath ties Asuram together. Inquisitive by nature and seeking freedom through creative expression, the Asuram were the first among the tribes to plunge the depths of the Old One's ruins, which are prevalent throughout the claim. The information gathered has led Asuram smiths to develop their own metals and alloys rather than rely on parts scavenged from machines, which are then used to fashion the most powerful weapons and durable armor among any of the tribes. Asuram are also master builders. Their work gangs and skill in architectural design helped create the structures found within the Karja Sundom. The feats of the Asram spread as far as its people, hawkers and smiths that travel across all the lands in search of work, wares, and greater ruins. 
the last of the tribes, is also the most expansive, with a mind for conquest, for martial glory, and for human advancement. The Karja are the only tribe that rightly call themselves an empire, for they rule the vast swath of land in the center of the world. Their reach extends from the day tower in the east to sunfall in the west, from the jewel in the south to the sun steps in the north, and blankets all lands between. The seat of Karja power lies within their capital city of Meridian, where their king guides his people and dispenses justice. The sun is central to culture and society within the Karja. They worship it as a deity, name their landmarks after it, and their ruler, the Sun King, is believed to be a divine representative of the sun. With their focus on illumination, it's fortuitous that the Karja are the most culturally advanced and enlightened tribe in Zero Dawn. They view the Nora and Banuk of the East as primitive barbarians, unaccustomed to the trappings of organized society. Unlike many other tribes, the Karja have established permanent urban dwellings that most closely resemble the cities of the Old Ones to house their budding population. No longer struggling for mere survival, the Karja have taken up leisure activities, including machine hunting for sport. Hunter's grounds can be found throughout the Sundom and are administered through the Hunter's Lodge. For all its glistening glory, the Karja Sundom is plagued by a growing shadow. A splinter faction of the tribe, known as the Shadow Karja and loyal to the old deceased Sun King, has grown to prominence and embroiled the Sundom in open civil war. Dressing themselves in black and red, the Shadow Karja are seen as violent and extreme zealots by their Sun Karja counterparts. They hold fast to their beliefs of superiority, view the current regime as soft and weak, and seek to restore their eminence over the other tribes through conquest and bloodshed. The Shadow Karja hold the Citadel of Sunfall at the western fringes of the Sundom. A tentative peace has been established between the warring factions, but the lands of Karja remain a tinderbox, needing only a spark to reignite the fires of violence. Strange creatures and beasts of metal roam the lands and dwell alongside the tribes of Horizon. They come in myriad shapes and sizes, but most mimic the appearance of animals of the Earth's past. These machines are vestiges of Project Zero Dawn, the super-AI Gaia's terraformers, responsible for once more transforming the world into one hospitable for humans. Most of the machines present in the world continue their task directly, harvesting resources, cultivating the land, and neutralizing toxins. They're part of the acquisition class of robots, and we can see creatures like the Grazer and Lancehorn tilling the earth, while others such as the Rockbreaker are responsible for mining substances for use in the creation of new machines, and the Scrapper uses its sharp mandibles and lasers to recycle worn or broken robotics. Gaia's terraformers load their materials onto machines of the transport class, which then deliver them to their intended destination. Creatures such as the Bellowback and Shellwalker belong to this subsidiary function. This overlapping synergy of purpose between the machines has led to the successful terraforming of the Earth and reintroduction of flora and fauna. But even for machines, the world of Horizon is dangerous, and human tribes have learned the value of parts or materials robots possess. They lead hunting sorties against Gaia's caravans to destroy and harvest what they can to create their own goods. To protect the terraformers, small machines scout the terrain ahead to alert of threats or locations rich with natural resources. When human tribes grow too aggressive, Gaia and its subordinate functions unleash destructive machines to defend the others. These ferocious beasts, equipped with a devastating and aggressive arsenal of weaponry, take the fight to humanity. 
The role of machines is misunderstood by the tribes of Horizon, who view them as enigmatic remnants of the old ones, creatures of the natural world, and everything in between. But human curiosity has unearthed a darker side of AI and machinery, robots, from the old Pharaoh automated solutions military chariot line have awoken, corrupted an intent on the consumption of organic matter. These living relics are dark, heavily armored, and intimidating in appearance. They use their old bioconversion technology to feed off the land and corrupt Gaia's machines into following rogue programming. The emergence of such metal devils threatens the very existence of life on Earth. It's in this fledgling world, already teetering on the brink, that the story of Aloy unfolds. Born of mysterious circumstances, Aloy is raised by the Nora outcast Rost. But she isn't content to spend her life in the tranquil sacred lands. She yearns for adventure and discovery. She seeks to understand the old ones, and she has a deeper purpose that burns brightly, the purpose for which she was born. Aloy uses the technology known as a focus to interpret the ruins of the old ones left behind and uncover the secrets of the past. All the while, she's propelled into the intrigues and conspiracies of powerful characters with dubious motives as they also seek the cursed knowledge of old. She must do her best to protect the world and prevent it from falling once more to the relentless advance of artificial destruction. The world of Horizon is one filled with untold beauty and bright promise, where nascent humanity takes its first unsteady steps to reclaim the wonders of the earth. The echoes of mankind's hubris linger in the rubble-filled ruins of the old ones, shackles that bind Aloy and the tribes to the mistakes of the past. But these chains weaken as a second chance and hope for a better world rises just beyond the horizon. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this video on the world of Horizon Zero Dawn. Stay tuned for the next video in the series, in which we'll explore the history of Horizon and uncover the truth of Project Zero Dawn. But now I want to hear from you. Let me know your thoughts on Zero Dawn as well as suggestions for future videos in the comments below. And if you're a fan of lore and storytelling, consider subscribing to the channel or checking out the podcast where content is uploaded frequently. Again, a huge shout out to all of my Patreon supporters who make all of this possible. I couldn't do it without their spectacular patronage. If you're interested in becoming a lore luminary for access to me, scripts, a great community, and early video drops, check out the link below or head to patreon.com slash thelorebrarians to learn more. Special thanks to script editor Kenan Orhan. Until next time, go forth and explore the lore.